Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The FT. Hello and welcome to World Weekly. I'm Sean Donnan, the FT's World News Editor. With the first round of the French presidential election upon us and the second round just around the corner, we're devoting the show this week to French politics and the legacy of President Nicolas Sarkozy, who is undoubtedly one of the most colorful people ever to have held the French presidency and is facing an uphill battle to win re-election. Joining me on the line from Paris is FD Bureau Chief Hugh Carnegie, who has traveled across the country following the candidates. And here with me in the studio are John Thornhill, the FT's news editor, a former Europe editor and also a former Paris bureau chief, and Ben Hall, who's the deputy world news editor and a former Paris correspondent. Let's start with you, Hugh. How has Sarkozy fought this campaign? Well, in typical Sarkozy style, he's done it with a good deal of aggression. He's gone very much on the front foot in attacking François Hollande, his principal candidate, the socialist candidate. He has been firing off new proposals uh, on the economy, on, social, on the social front, on things like immigration, on an almost daily basis. And he's really been attempting to capture the, the headlines, to be the dynamic force who is saying, in effect, to the electorate, look, I've had a tough five years. I've dr- taken France through this crisis. I've tried to instigate a number of reforms. I may not been as, as successful as, uh, as I would have liked to have been at the start, but I'm still firing on all cylinders. I'm the man who has the dynamic to take France forward and give me a second chance. The question is whether the electorate is, is really listening. Well, let's, let's look at that second chance uh, issue. What are the polls telling us? Is he in with a second chance? Right now, it's not looking particularly good for him. After he started his official campaign in mid-February, he got some momentum in the polls and seemed to be clawing back ground from Monsieur Hollande. But in the last week or 10 days or so, it's begun to look as if his momentum has stalled somewhat. That's partly because he's had some difficulty, given the style of his campaign that that I've been describing, here they have a special rule where there is exact equality of time on, the, on television and radio broadcasts for every candidate, and there are 10 candidates. And the effect of that is that, as one of Mr. Sarkozy's senior uh, lieutenants said, is it renders the big candidates somewhat inaudible. And the one thing that Sarkozy really needs at the moment is to be able to get his message across. And he's found it very frustrating in the run-up to the first round of voting to really uh, get his message properly heard above the cacophony of all the 10 candidates. Let's turn to his legacy. I mean, this is one of the most colorful, probably one of the most interesting French presidents uh, we've ever seen. And he's someone who is incredibly mindful of his persona and has looked uh, from afar like someone who's been incredibly mindful of his legacy. Start with the economy. This is someone who started off by telling the French that he wanted to make the French economy more American in a way. Lately, he's been talking about making the French economy more German. Uh, what have been the lasting changes on the economic front? Why don't we start with you, Ben? Well, probably overall, nothing enormous. He's tinkered at the edges of lots of things, and he probably has made France marginally more competitive. He's made the labour market marginally more flexible by making it easier for companies to circumvent the 35-hour week. 
he's clearly kept a lid on public spending. That's been uh, one of his uh, few achievements, particularly the, towards the end of his presidency, I should say, at the beginning, of course, that he was a bit profligate. On the economic front, probably the thing that he has been most successful at is something that he hasn't done, which is he hasn't raised the minimum wage once above the mandatory rise in inflation. And that's probably restored a bit of competitiveness to French to the French uh, labour market, particularly at the lower end. John, is that how you see it? Yes, but I think um, we underestimate a bit the extent to which Sarkozy has changed France. I mean, I think, going back to the point you were making earlier, he was a very atypical president. I mean, it was fairly extraordinary that he won in 2007 uh, and that he was able to kind of reverse um, the kind of historic inevitability of having a a non-right-wing candidate after 12 very kind of dreary years of Chirac. So it was astonishing that he got elected. It was on this mandate of change. France has been changing quite substantially under his presidency. Um, And even as Ben's saying at the top level, there hasn't been that significant a change. I think in many small ways, France has changed a lot. Hugh, how is that playing with the electorate now? I mean, is that how the electorate is seeing it? That France has changed a lot and we don't need to do as much change? Perhaps we can hand it over to someone who's a bit quieter about change, Hollande, uh, Francois Hollande, the socialist candidate, although he has made making some uh, quite strident noises on some fronts. I think the issue of Sarkozy's record is seen in France right now as being very much about the current economic situation, and that is not very good. The public finances are in difficulty. Whoever gets in is going to have to continue to bear down on public spending. Uh, Unemployment, very importantly, it's probably the most important issue in the election, has been rising steadily. It's close to 10% of the workforce. If you look at it for uh, the young, the under 25s, it's much higher than that. And that's an enormous issue going into the election. So the, as it were, the issues of the degree to which Sarkozy has managed to move France in the direction of more fundamental reforms has been somewhat overshadowed in the election just by the plain matter of the difficult economic situation right now, coupled with, of course, and we haven't talked about this yet, the personality of Sarkozy himself. He is the most unpopular president the French have had for some time. Uh, His personality is seen by many as just being somewhat um, repellent, frankly, uh, the way he has conducted himself uh, as president. He's been very frank. He hasn't been afraid to insult people. Uh, and he's comported himself in a way which uh, has, has proved pretty unpopular. So if there are really two big issues for Mr. Sarkozy to overcome, if he is going to win re-election, it is, one, the current economic situation, particularly unemployment, and two, the issue of his own personal unpopularity. What about this question of standing within Europe uh, for France? Uh, we've spent a lot of the, of, of the last few years talking about this very important relationship uh, in Europe uh, between Angela Merkel, the German chancellor, and, and Sarkozy, the, the, the French president. At the end of his what could be his uh, first term or his only term, is France a bigger or a smaller player in Europe than it was? There's no doubt that France is now um, in a second tier to Germany. But I think sometimes Sarkozy is unfairly maligned. Um, he did make some big mistakes in in, in the running of the Eurozone crisis. Um, but usually they were forced upon him by Angela Merkel. Uh, and he didn't resist her as much as he should have done. Perhaps that's a sign of uh, France's depleted authority. But um, often French instincts were right. It's just it's a pity that they didn't stick to them. 
But one of the ironies, I think, of uh, Sarkozy and his European policy is that he is a Gaullist. I mean, he started out as uh, believing very much in a Europe of nation states. He was very suspicious of, kind of uh, communitaire action and the commission in particular. And at the end of his presidency, he's clearly been forced into a position where he is talking about kind of pan-European solutions, um, even if he's working on very much in a tandem with Merkel on this. But the solutions have to be on a European basis. And the irony is, I think, that Europe has moved very heavily towards a more federal system of government under his presidency. I don't think Sarkozy was ever an integrationist. He was always quite Gaullist. Um, I think you could question whether Europe is really moving in a federal direction. The power still lies in national capitals, uh, albeit the, the European Central Bank obviously has become much more powerful under his tenure. And that is obviously the most federal institution of, of them all in a way. But um, I, so I suppose you could say that his his sort of more decentralised uh, nationalist vision of Europe is 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 the one that has prevailed through this crisis. Hugh, how is Europe figuring in the campaign? Not a great deal, although it has made its appearance at various times, usually prompted by Monsieur Sarkozy himself. Interestingly, uh, in the light of what John and uh, and Ben have just been saying, he has positioned himself very much more in a more in a, in a kind of gaullist pose uh, during the campaign he even evoked the empty chair policy of, of of president de gaulle when he wanted to get his way uh, and he has been evoking uh, a, a europe which protects he's been threatening in a in almost a british eurosceptic type of way to impose unilaterally uh, external borders uh, in france if if europe doesn't control its, uh, its external frontiers uh, more effectively. Uh, and he's latterly been also talking about uh, having the European Central Bank play a more uh, formal role in encouraging growth rather than leaving it in the German, uh, in German terms, uh, independent to pursue its principal uh, price stability mandate. So in the course of the campaign, there's no doubt that uh, Sarkozy has adopted uh, a, a very much more... Uh, as it were, Gaullist position on Europe. Let's turn to, to, to politics uh, and that, that, that question of tone in politics. Uh, John, you were describing Sarkozy very much as an insurgent candidate when he, when, when he leapt onto the scene. Uh, the former Noyi mayor turned minister, uh, turned presidential candidate in 2007. I wonder if, if we look back uh, a couple months from now and we look back at, at the political legacy of Sarkozy, how much has he changed French politics? Well, I think he has been an incredibly changeable, flexible politician. I mean, in, back in 2007, he said that uh, the British view me as a socialist, the French view me as a liberal, the Germans view me as a nationalist. And there are bits of all of those in his programme. Uh, so I don't think that he has imposed a kind of ideological agenda on France in any sense. I think his biggest legacy is himself, in a way, that uh, this extraordinary personality who as I say, was a very atypical French politician who kind of blazed across the sky uh, for five years. Um, but lasting change, I'm not sure that um, we're going to see that much of it. Sarkozy did change uh, the sort of French discourse on some things. Um, I don't think we'll see France pull out of the military command structure of NATO. I, um, he, uh, France has become more pro-American uh, under his tenure, and those things probably reflect a fairly consensual shift apart from the extremes on the on the on in the political system i think france has become more probably more open and more internationally minded than it perhaps it was 
Hugh, you've made the point that he's France's most unpopular president in history. Any signs that he can turn that around? Very difficult, I think, at this rather late stage. What he's clearly hoping is that people will look at the choices in front of them, will decide that almost in spite of their hesitations about him personally, that they'll decide that he's the guy that can uh, continue to lead the country beyond the crisis and back to some kind of prosperity. But I think if, if that does happen, it will be to some degree through uh, kind of gritted teeth that, uh, that he will regain uh, the Elysee. Which teases up nicely for our closing call. Ben, are we seeing the end of Sarkozy here? I think we probably are, yes. Although it may be closer in the second round than the polls currently suggest. John? Well, that's certainly the way that the polls are heading. But I wouldn't rule out Sarkozy altogether. I mean, I think he is an extraordinary politician. Uh, I mean, there is something of the Clinton or the Blair about his ability to hit every note in the political register when he talks to the electorate. And in a head-to-head contest with Hollande, uh, I don't think Hollande is wildly popular, and I wouldn't rule out Sarkozy springing a major surprise in the second round. Hugh? I think John is right to be cautious about writing off Sarkozy. He's a formidable campaigner. He's a a beast uh, on the campaign, somebody said to me the other day. Uh, But the fact is that the opinion polls have not shown him really within real close touching distance of Francois Hollande in the all-important second round for months. And so Hollande has to remain the considerable favorite at this stage. So the science tells us quite possibly, but don't write off the man. And that's it for this week. My thanks to Hugh Carnegie in Paris, John Thornhill and Ben Hall here in London. I'm Sean Donnan. World Weekly is produced by Martin Staba. Till next week, goodbye. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.